always for the men of Christ. This is the first day of the week coming to you this morning. It is what we call a Monday. Well, just another day. So, as we do what we do every day, and that is today we're going to grow and we're going to step out of our comfort zone and talk about being a rebel. And I actually got this uh, idea from Ann Wilson's new song. As anybody that follows the show a little bit knows that Ann Wilson is my little warrior princess's favorite Christian artist. And uh, I was listening to the words of the song and it was talking about being a rebel for Jesus. You know, and as I got to thinking about that, got to thinking that, you know, Jesus was a rebel. Right? But he was the rebel for the right cause. He was the rebel for the people. He was a rebel for his father's creation. He was a rebel against the institutions and things that people had put in place he was a rebel against worshiping other idols he was a rebel of the time and he still is a rebel because we all know that bringing the name of jesus into any situation can cause conflict strife arguments right why because there is no other name in the history of this world that has changed the world as dramatically as the name of Jesus Christ. And that in itself has caused a lot of rebellion uh, for those of us who trust and have given our lives to our Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, there are, there are, um, as we bring up the term rebel, a lot of thoughts that come to our mind. A lot of movies been made about being a rebel and being, uh, standing up for different causes and different things. And as we, as Christian men, are striving to be more like Jesus, then we too should be rebels for the kingdom of heaven and the father's creation if we are to be christ-like not only in image but in our spirit then that too must be our main objective is to spread his gospel to tell the truth and stand up as jesus did against the wrongs of our time and as men we have failed dramatically at uh, standing up. And everybody can say that it is because society has uh, dogmented men so much that nobody wants to stand up. Well, that's an excuse. We all know it. 
you feel the fire in your heart and in your belly every time you see, turn on the news and see something. God has put that in you because he wants you to do something about it. To group up with other men who want to do something about it or other organizations that want to do something about it. So, are we a rebel for Christ? So, Webster's Dictionary says rebel to refuse allegiance to and oppose by force an establishment, government, or ruling authority. There's three of them. To defy or resist an authority or convention. To feel or express strong unwillingness to repugnance or repugnance for something. So, Jesus was a rebel by, by forgiving people. He healed people on the Sabbath. You know, he forgave people. And in that time, the Pharisees were like, well, what authority do you have to forgive people? Well, as we know, when you're the son of God, you have that power. You have that to forgive people their sins, right? That Jesus is the only one that can give forgive sins and the forgiving of sins. Healing on the Sabbath, you know, they, they don't do anything on the Sabbath. They don't believe in um, doing anything. I think one of our pastors was talking one time about the elevators didn't don't even work on Sunday. Right? And I mean that's modern time stuff, but there's differences, right? They believe they don't do anything on the Sabbath. And Jesus was healing on the Sabbath. Jesus was hanging out with outcasts. He was hanging out with tax collectors. He was hanging out with, you know, he's, he was saving prostitutes from getting stoned, right? And then, he, you know, clearing the temple of the money changers and the people that were in the temple messing up his father's house and what it was intended to be. They were in there selling it, taking advantage of those who were less fortunate than them. They were in there trying to make a living off God's, in God's house. Jesus was like, nope. He was a rebel in bucking the systems and the things of his time that caused people to stumble and fall out of the word or away from the word of God. Challenging the social and religious practices of his day. Not so much different than where we're at today, right, man? There are a lot of social and religious practices being done today that we as Christians and true believers in Jesus Christ should be standing up against. When we hear something that doesn't align with the word of God, then we have to stand up and say, nope, that is not the truth. 
no matter what the sacrifice or consequences may be to our lives because we are not focused on this life <clears throat> we are focused on our eternal life so you know we see all these movies and all these things about people being rebels and you know one thing that sticks out in my mind when i think about a rebel or someone who is defending a cause is that there's always something sacrificed in order to be gained. Jesus sacrificed his life so that we could gain an eternal place in heaven with him because he died for our sins, right? So we look, I think there's a lot of fears from us truly stepping into being a rebel, right? And I'm not talking about about a violent rebel. I'm talking about doing it like Jesus did. Right? Jesus' voice was loud, but it was loud because it was just a whisper. And that means that because he was speaking truth, he didn't have to yell it like these people out here today that are yelling and screaming and wanting things that aren't of the Father. Right, They think that their own identity is more important than the identity of the whole. And that's not right. And we, as followers of Christ, men of Christ, have to step into how Jesus did it. Look, I don't have to argue with you. I don't have to stand in your face and yell back and forth. That's not how Jesus did it. Jesus told the truth, made a statement, and then you could chew on that for a little while. And that's what we have to do because in the end, it is not an attack against us that we're being a rebel against society because Jesus was a rebel against the society of the time and the religious practices. So we must be too if we're to look like him, right? So, and Jesus tells us in in Mark eleven fifteen, or excuse me, Matthew Matthew ten thirty four through thirty eight, nobody nobody will be put ahead of Jesus. Not your wife, not your family, not your kids, not not Jesus comes first. Right, and again we go back to the thing that sticks out the most, I guess, when we're when we're talking about being a rebel. is Jesus clearing the temple, right? I mean, these people were in there trashing the temple of God, his his father's house. And he ran them out and made a whip and ran them out, you know, got them out of his father's house because that's not what it was intended. Well, we're not of this world that is correct as the as God's word tells us, right? Our place, we have an eternal place that we will be going to, but God's creation, his children are in this world. And when we as Christian men see the wrongs being done to not only children, but women, I mean, everybody less fortunate than, than we have. And that's all over the world because we have been blessed through the graces of God 
that we can live in a country where we lack very little. Right? So we must help those that are less fortunate than us. And that go that in itself is a rebellious thought in today's society because in today's society the country we're living in right now only speaks of oneself they're only worried about what can i get out of this what is, how does this benefit me how does this what does this do for me 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 i i i i that's not how we're created now that we have given our life over to christ that's not how we were intentionally intentionally created to be right we're not an i person in our souls we are a we person in our souls it is in today's society is rebellious to want to do more for other people even though that makes us feel the best so when we look at Jesus' life and his work in the 33 years, he always sacrificed for others, right? He sacrificed the ridicule and the, and the death on the cross and standing up to the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the governments of the time up into death. He sacrificed his life because he knew through death he would make more of an impact and that we, as his followers, would be willing to do the same. You know, and I guess part of the rebellion that we can see now is even in the church. And how we, as the church, not the church buildings we go to, have not committed enough of our life to knowing God's word, trusting in God's word, and going out and and speaking the truth to make more followers, right? <clears throat> We're not being rebellious to anything. We're just kind of going along with it. We have been going along with it. And, oh, somebody else will speak up. Oh, somebody else will speak up. Well, I guess it ain't that important. You know, I guess, you know, people that want to tell your kids that at six, Three to five years old, they can decide whether they're a boy or girl or whether they're uh, able to change their bodies from what God intended it to be. And we just sit back and let it happen. Right. We don't speak out against the government. We don't rebel against the government. And I'm not talking about like January 6th or anything like that, although. Well, that's a different show, but right but we have to stand up. How do we rebel against this type of society that we're in right now? And that's using our voice and our actions to be a rebel against the crap that is happening right now. And men, that falls on us. That is our responsibility to take the truth of Jesus Christ and implement it into our homes, into our towns, into our counties, into our cities, into our, you know, our states and our country. It's a call to action into being a rebel and that we 
get involved in government. If we don't like what the government's doing and how it's, we've let the word and the truth of Jesus Christ slip away and it's not in place in our government because those people only care about them. And as Christians, we care about other people. What is the benefit of the whole? What is the better for the greater, for the whole of the country, not just a select group? We have let the way of Satan slip in by changing words like the United States is a democracy. No, it is not. It is a democratic republic, right? I could go on about the politics, but even in our even in our local governments, right? The the taking advantage, the gaining of individuals in leadership. If we're not liking that, then we have to change that. We have to get involved. And as Christ followers, it is our responsibility to get involved and to re- be a rebel with a cause in making the greater good of God's people better. And if that's one step that God has called you to do, then lead in it 100%. Lead fully through what Christ has led you to. And being a rebel, that's that's being Christ-like. Like I said, not in a, in a, in a violent, hateful, I'm going to be a rebel against this because this is what I want. No, I'm a rebel because this is what Jesus tells me is important. This is what Jesus tells me is the way I should go. This is how Jesus says we are to treat other people. And right now, this is not happening. So this is how we become a rebel. As we stand up for those who are less fortunate or underprivileged or whatever word you want to use in that scenario, that we will stand up and we will ensure they are not left behind. We will ensure that they are taken care of by doing the right things and instilling back in our homes and our towns and our counties and our states and our country that, hey, people matter more than anything else. Because they're God's creation. And as followers of Christ, they are our number one priority. So cleaning up the streets in our community by helping other people. Not doing it for them, but helping helping them, teaching them, learning them how to be better. Letting them know who Jesus Christ is. And his power and his influence that he will have on their life. You know, from being content to having an abundant life, not a life of lack or mind positioning of those, right? All of this leads up to being a rebel because all of these speak out against society and what's going on now. The only thing this society wants is me, 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 me. And Jesus says, no, it's we, 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 we. (laughs) Not from France, believe me. But anyway, you get my point, right? These are the things that we... As men of Christ are called to step up and lead on. These are the things that Jesus wants to see us stepping out in. When he calls it to you. Maybe he calls you to be 
a city council member, maybe cause you to be on the school board, or maybe cause you to be the mayor of your town, or whatever, wherever your lane is, or whatever your, or maybe it's just simply to be a voice at your gym, right? To hear someone saying something that goes against the word of God that is important to the overall growth of your community, right? Or hearing your child bring something from the school and encouraging them, building them up to be able to speak out and, and say that it's wrong. If it causes conflict, if it causes a discussion to be had of why it's wrong, and we are in a position as men of Christ that we get to have that discussion with somebody to lead to a change of thought, that is what we're supposed to be doing, men. That is the call of men, right? We are supposed to be not afraid to have the hard discussions, the hard talks that's going to change people's mind. One, to lead them to Jesus, and two, to change the the landscape of our country and our our world right now is to be a rebel, is to be one who stands up for a cause, and that cause is the word of Jesus Christ, the word of God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, speaking that truth into every situation. And everybody that listens to this show knows and understands that that is the only way. We can't sugarcoat it. Oh, you're God, this God. No, it is the God. And the only way to the God is through the Son, Jesus Christ. No one comes to the Father except through me. So, we cannot, we have to be a rebel in the sense that we have to stand up in those situations where nobody is speaking, where we thought that somebody else would take over and lead the conversation or stand up and vote a certain way so that something could get done that would benefit the whole of the people instead of the few of the people that are up there making decisions not based on our best interests but their pocketbooks. Or in your town, the people who are not preaching the true gospel, who are not doing it out of love, but only for a selfish standard that promotes them and not the word and the full church of Christ, which is each individual person that God created. And that is our job. And that's how we be a rebel in our time. That is how we are to be a rebel in our time, men. And we don't have to be loud about it. You know, like I said before, we don't have to stand in someone's face and argue with them, right? We need to have discussions. And once the arguing starts, we already know they are done listening. There is no logic. There is no reason because now they're just fighting the spirit that is in them. And now it's an internal battle, not an external battle. And when that external or that internal battle starts, that's our time to step out. That's when God takes over. Because if their name is written in the book of life, that is the conflict that's in them. What we are is to shed the light on the truth and how that conflict can end. And the way that conflict 
can end is through accepting Jesus Christ into their life. Right? And that's that's very rebellious or being a rebel in this time we live in right now. And we always have to speak the truth. Not our own personal truths or what we believe to be true, but we have to speak the truth of God. We have to be in his word. We have to know. We have to understand. And we have to be constantly learning. And in order to be that, we have to be humble and willing to learn from others. As we see, there's a conflict right now on all the stuff going in our, on in our society. No. Right? I mean, this, this, is, this is silly stuff. This is somebody focusing on, totally on the individual and thinking they're their own God and they can create their own laws and ways to live their life. Right? And we know and we should care enough to speak the truth into their life. That, hey, you're wrong. I love you, but you're wrong. You know, and it's okay. And right now, that that thought process of being able to be in a discussion or a disagreement and still loving somebody is totally wrong. It's totally against what society is looking at right now, what we're facing in this country right now. And we have to do it in action. Like I said, being a part of your local government or being a part of your school board or being involved in your church or or whatever God puts on your heart to do. For instance, this show, this is one of the things that God has put on my heart and one of the ways that I could help share what I feel God is putting on my heart to be a voice of encouragement for each one of us to stand up, be a rebel and do what God wants us to do, no matter what it costs us up into our life. I was willing to give my life for this country that I was willing to lay down and and die for this country for people I don't even know for the people that are out there out there right now that mm, you know you, you you sit and think about it and you're like mm, yeah I probably wouldn't have had I known I probably wouldn't have died for them right but then I'm scared or whatever to go out and talk to somebody about Jesus Christ who I should if I give this physical life up, I still have a life in eternity for, right? I'm not losing my soul because I've already accepted Jesus Christ in my heart. But this is one of the things that he has put on my heart in action to take action to supply the men of Christ with some encouragement and to say that, hey, we're not alone. We need to team up and we need to start making these stands now before it gets worse. Now we understand that Jesus is coming back and all some of this is all just the process before Jesus does return and we're waiting patiently. But in that time of waiting, we still have to be a rebel in fighting for the cause of Jesus Christ as men because men, we have the ultimate responsibility. When God comes back, he's asking us. When Jesus comes back, he's asking us, what did you do? He's not asking anybody else, but the men, Christian men, believers of men, what did you do to save my children, right? And if we look at the state of the world, not just not just America, but the state of the world, we suck 
as Christians. I'm included in that, right? We suck. Because if there's, by the latest estimates, 2.5 to 3 billion people on the face of this earth that have never heard the name of Jesus Christ, then we haven't been rebellious enough. We've been quiet for too long. And it's time for the Spirit in each one of us we should let it out because we know it, we feel it, and we suppress it. You hear it, that feeling in your gut when you see something on TV or you hear something on a radio that stirs up your spirit, right? It's not just a physical anger or whatnot. I mean, it's a spiritual anger. And then we suppress it and we move on because our lives are too busy and we don't have time for that. Um, we should make time, right? We should start making time to listen to the spirit more. This world would be a lot better place if we did. And it may be re rebellious or being a rebel, as seen as a rebel right now. You know, we call them conspiracy theorists. We call them whatever, you know, uh, Jesus freaks. We call them, you know, holy roller, whatever, right? I mean, you can name a million names for whatever, but that's Satan. And that's his influence on trying to make it not so important that if we don't tell the truth of what it really is, then we are led to deception and fall into the trap of complacency. That's not where we need to be, man. Like I said, be involved. Be involved in your community. Be involved at, be involved at home. Be involved in your church. Be involved in your community. Be involved in everything that you that God is leading you to to be involved in so that we can start making these changes that we want to see for the betterment of God's people, not for ourselves. And we must do this because love the Lord your God with love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. And love your neighbor as you love yourself. It's for the love of God's creation that we must do this, that we must stand up with the spirit, strength, courage, wisdom of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit that he has placed in us through our acceptance of him to be a rebel for him, to go eat with the tax collectors, to go help change and save a woman from prostitution and the shame and guilt that comes along with that. Men, that is the call of men. That is the way we make a difference in this world. That is our calling. Right? So, just remember, be a rebel as Jesus was. Be the one who stands up. And speaks out in truth of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Lord, men, I just want to be a voice of encouragement this week that it's time. When we know Jesus is coming, we can see all the signs. You know, don't, don't close your eye to him. We know he's coming back. But we must be prepared. We must be ready. And being ready means being a rebel and doing our part that Jesus has put on our heart to go out and change the world in which 
he created for us to live in and make it look more like heaven. So I hope that is a word of encouragement for you this week, men. And we will be back a Wednesday, you know, to give you that little boop bump for the rest of the week. And then again on Friday uh, to go into the weekend with uh, lightened heart and encouraged spirit. So so remember, men, as you do what you do this week, answer the call of men.